Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. Hey, Obert. Yeah. Do you know what I have? What do you have? A working dishwasher. <laughs> do you have a working dishwasher? I do have a working dishwasher. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Fantastic. I texted, I texted these guys uh, both earlier today because I thought that uh, a... a big box store with a giant orange logo that shall remain nameless was going to come <laughs> and deliver and install and remove my old dishwasher, install a new one. And instead two guys showed up with a dishwasher and said, Oh no, we don't install them. And then left. And I had a dishwasher in a box in my kitchen. <laughs> and then it was up to me to figure out how to, how to put it, how to get a dishwasher out and put a new dishwasher in a dishwasher-shaped hole I had in my kitchen. Luckily, Ober is very clearly uh, a seasoned uh, dishwasher installer, right? Like, mm-hmm. yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, and I was I was telling them too. You know, I love just mixing electricity and water under my on my own. That's a that's a fun one <laughs> at home to do. It seems like nothing could go wrong. Right? Yeah. I don't see any any possibility of anything going wrong with that. So was I right though that it's really just a power cord and two hoses? Like I just I just you, did the you same thing. You are right. You are right. I mean, I was first like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know. It's like it would basically like me going in and trying to replace my hot water heater. It was kind of what I thought. But I I YouTubed it and I'm like, okay, this still seems kind of complicated. And the old one was. There's a lot of wires attached to a lot of things. <laughs> that I had to do to take the old one out. But the new one, you're right. It is it, it was as simple as just plugging in an outlet. Once I got once I got the old one out. Okay. But, uh, so it was just an outlet. You didn't have to hardwire anything in, no twisties, no. no nothing. No, I did I did have to unhardwire the old one, but fortunately there was a plug where I could plug the new one in. But uh you know, 3 short hours later, what I if, almost had a dishwasher working. I I have one up, one more follow-up question. What would you do with the live wires that the old dishwasher used to be hooked up to? It turns out the old exposed wires came out of a plug into an outlet. Oh. So the old plug came to be, you know, a positive, negative, and ground that were then all wired into my dishwasher that I had to disconnect. And But then I could just unplug that whole thing from the wall, from the plug and plug in my new one. Thank so. God. That sounds like a nightmare. Wow. Oh yeah. I was like, I don't I get freaked out when I deal with electricity. I turned literally every circuit breaker <laughs> in my house off. I'm like You don't want to mess around with it. I turned I turned the connection under my sink off. I turned the water main to my house off. <laughs> I turned all the electricity I possibly could. It was just me in the dark um, <laughs> trying to so, install a dishwasher. So once you installed it, you had no idea if by turning on all this stuff. If your house is A, going to explode, or B, have water, or C, (laughs) just nothing would work. I mean, what if you did it and just nothing came back on? That could have been an option. Um, Electricity puddle, fourth option, too. (laughs) I think that's how you become um, Alex Mack. Isn't that the secret woman who could turn into a puddle? I think she was installing a dishwasher. I think I remember that was their origin story. (laughs) Then she was trying to go after the dishwasher company the whole whole show. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yes. Man, you were so um, close to becoming a superhero. <laughs> that turns into a puddle. A puddle of That's my power. metal. I don't know. What a <laughs> weird, make what weird float. show. This, <laughs> kids, this was a real show, by the way. This was a real yes. show. Oh, Ask man. your parents. Yes. The, the you same ones were listening 20, to this podcast. You could be 21 years old listening to this podcast and be born after the show was done airing. <laughs> that yeah. is true. I know we're old now. Don't think about it. Uh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. I hate, but unfortunately, I, I still have an old dishwasher in my house. Wait, I, I thought they were taking the dishwasher away. No, no, uh, they, no. no. They left. They, they dropped one off and said, "Okay, we're leaving." All right, bye. Now we're not going to wait for you to. I thought they were supposed to take the other dishwasher with them. Listen, never buy appliance from a store that has a giant orange logo. See, I just, I, I just did this. That. I can from the that. from the same store that you bought it from. They delivered it. 
I didn't pay them to install it, but they would have installed it. They would have had to send out a plumber. And the reason I didn't pay for the install is because my house is so freaking old that a lot of things tend to go wrong when they when I try to do anything to my house, like pipe wise or anything like that. That plumbers always get freaked out about. So, so the, <laughs> okay, so you're like, listen, I don't think a professional is capable of doing this job. <laughs> Correct. I'm gonna do it. Correct. Like the last time I got my dishwasher, I'm the best choice. <laughs> when, yes. when I got my washing machine delivered from the, the, the big orange store, they came in and they were like, "Your pipes are like like slightly corroded because they had like the blue stuff on them." So they're like, "We can't install this for you. In fact, we have to take the." You're gonna need a better plumber than me. Well, they said, "In fact, we have to take the dish the, the washing machine back." Until you have a real plumber come out to fix it before we can install it. And I somehow convinced them to leave the washing machine behind. I then replaced the piece myself. Washing machine's been fine. Cleans my clothes. It's great. So this time, <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not paying for installation that I'm not getting. Like, Yeah. Right, right. So I did it all That's myself. Crazy. No, I got on their website. Well, first of all, yeah, they show up and they're like, no, you got to call like an electrician or a plumber or somebody. Like they didn't, they weren't like, call this guy. And then you go on their website and they're like, yeah, type in your zip code and uh, we'll tell you who to, you know. And they're like, no, sorry, we got nobody for you. <laughs> like, well, I guess I'm doing it myself then. I'm no, I'm no Todd. We should call you Mario because you're a super plumber. You're like, it's, it's like the whole, um, the whole pirate thing where you're like, I am the plumber now. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm the plumber now. That's, a, that's how you become a plumber, actually. Um, you look one dead in the eyes and steal their power. I'm the plumber now. <laughs> that's and what then, bowser was trying to do to mario for all those all those games we didn't know it's, we it's didn't it now then Mega Man style you like absorb their power you get become the plumber i thought um, that was kirby kirby does it too yeah but kirby eats them and i i was gonna say kirby but then i was like well Obert's not and then he poops them out um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i hate i i that's one thing i i i've, I've come to realize in my in my old age is that i am not i'm not a handy person not handy i i, I did not pick up those skills uh did not practice and it's too late skills. to learn now well, it, yeah i mean i might as well just it, every house I, I buy from here on it has to be new it has to be new <laughs> with nothing that ever goes wrong um, after like 10 years you have to sell it and get a new one yeah it's like it's like okay no i can't replace i can't replace a faucet that's it maybe you can ask the next house you buy if they, they can throw in a landlord for you to like fix this stuff. <laughs> like, you guys got a landlord that you can have just like come take care of my stuff. Yeah. Do you guys have one? I'll rent one. I'll rent, I'll rent a yeah. landlord. Uh, <laughs> oh man. But I, I, you know, slowly but surely I picked up some things, but I mean like things like, uh, like garbage disposals, they freak me out because I didn't grow up with a garbage disposal. Like, they I freak me have, out too. I didn't they have do freak me out as well. I don't want to. I also go to the circuit box and turn off all the electricity before. (laughs) Yeah, that's what what I'm saying. (laughs) Stick my hand in there. Like uh, there was one time where we had uh, an issue with our garbage disposal. I think it was in my Tennessee house, and um, and Dana was like, "Oh, just like stick your hand in there and and grab whatever's stuck." And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" She's like, "What?" Dana's (laughs) like, "I'm gonna hold my hand right over the switch so no one can flip it while while I'm rocking a baby in the other arm." Like, yeah. (laughs) yeah. She's like, don't worry, nothing's gonna. She's like, who's gonna turn it on? But what if, what if, what if something happens? What if a rat runs, and runs up the wall? What if there's a random earthquake that throws all the light switches in my house on? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's no way I'm sticking my hand in there. No way. But oh man, I end hate, of the story. Chris stuck his hand in there and got the thing out. Yep. I think I, I think I did end up throwing the breaker on it though. And that was the last time Chris ever used the garbage disposal. There's still a little spoon stuck in there to this day. So it's the last time Chris used his right hand. Oh man! But uh, man, well, all this talk all of this about house, all of this housework. Hands. Oh, okay. Two different ways to go with it. Or housework is making all me thirsty. All this dishwasher dishwasher installation is making me thirsty. <laughs> I could. I really could have used a beer around eleven o'clock this morning when I was swearing at your dishwasher. Yeah, <laughs> trying not to electrocute myself. Um, but all right, I think I think Todd's leading us off this week, right? What do you got for us? It's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer thirty, and it's time. 
So I'm going to put this out there in the ether, and I'm going to say that if you listened to this week's pregame episode of Drinking One with Friends, I may have teased a beer that I would be drinking on this here episode. And I think it may go down as the most expensive beer that anybody's ever drank on this podcast. Outside wow. of outside of potentially, I think we might have had a Utopia at one point on like a like a like when we we're I all think it was together. A special, yeah. But this is single handedly. I think the whole beer is the most expensive beer somebody will have drink. Okay, it, I think but the most expensive beer I've ever had on the show was about thirty bucks, maybe twenty nine bucks. Chris, mm, yeah, probably about maybe twenty twenty five bucks. Uh, well, outside of the Utopias, yeah, uh, so probably the, about that. This beer came in at sixty four ninety nine. Wow. Wow. Man, that inflation is real. <laughs> yeah, surprise, <laughs> surprise the beer going forward. Um, no, this is Goose Island's Bourbon County double barrel um brand toasted barrel stout. So what? Yeah, this is a twenty twenty one uh bottle. And it was aged for one year in Elijah Craig's small batch bourbon barrels, and then aged for another year in Elijah craig toasted bourbon barrels wow have now did you mention that you had this on a previous show this sounds kind of familiar no i bought this this past weekend oh cool so but it was i get confused with the years was it released in 2021 it is yes it's it's the one that came out the day after this past thanksgiving so there is a long 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 paragraph oh wow on the back of this container I don't know if I should read the whole thing, um, but basically what it says is that when last year when Heaven Hill, who's the owner of Elijah Craig, they they launched their toasted barrel um, finished bourbon. Mister Heaven did. Yes, yes, he- Heaven Hill did. Mister Hill. Okay. Oh, um, Mister Hill. They the the brewery jumped at the chance to to take a a barrel from them and to be able to to age some beer in it, and they had the perfect beer that was already aging in some Elijah Craig standard bourbon barrels um and so they were able to take that beer and they transferred it into this toasted barrel and they were aged it for another year resulting in this so it comes in this nice giant i think this is cardboard it's a cardboard tube with two metal two metal sticks on the top it kind of looks like a um like what a scotch bottle a bottle of scotch would come in the same yeah the same like cardboard tube thing yeah yeah it's very fancy looking opening it up Ooh, it looks like a bourbon barrel. It, uh, it is Bourbon County. It it looks like a it is a Bourbon County bottle. Um, except for that the label is blue and it says 2021. It was brewed out of the Chicago, Illinois, uh, Bur- uh, Goose Island Brewery. I'm supposed to enjoy it in a snifter, as according to the bottle, and it weighs in. Oh, does it, does it not say? I don't think it has an ABV. Check, check the tube. An undisclosed ABV. Todd, you better get a snifter. If you if I was drinking a sixty five dollar bottle of beer, I would be I would have a snifter. Well, so I do have chug a it or chug it from the bottle. Those are the only two options. I don't see any ABV. So ABV list. Oh no, right here it's printed. Oh Jesus, four so, percent. So it's good up until uh, July July twentieth, twenty twenty six. It weighs in at a hefty, and when I mean hefty, I do mean hefty. Oh man, sixteen percent ABV. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna go like eighteen five. I was like, oh man, that is wild. That is that is many many an ABVs. So so the glass that I'm drinking out of is my bourbon barrel uh, tuku teku takuku. Uh huh. This glass teku teku. So funny story about this this glass. I stole this from from bourbon or from barreled souls. Uh, we were there. I may have drank a little they too much. They listen to this podcast every week. That's okay. I'm gonna email them the podcast. That's okay. Listen, I can tell them exactly where I took it from. Their last Barrel Club member party, they were giving us all beers out of this. They, you know, they may have served everybody a little bit too much beer, and I just may have happened to stick it in my pocket. Well, it didn't end up broken, and this is, this like, you know when, the, like, the dogs go to live on the farm upstate? This is, like, the same thing. Like, this glass is living a much better, you're giving this glass a much better life <laughs> having had this beer in it. Yes, I agree. That yes. it ever could have achieved not having been stolen by you. I so agree. really, they should be thanking you for taking it. Exactly. Right. And it's on a right. hit podcast now, and it's one of my favorite glasses. So, uh, can't believe I'm about to do this, but it says it ages gracefully for five years. So, I'm, I'm definitely ruining this a lot sooner. But let's let's just dive on in and see what it tastes like. 
five years, five months. Yeah. I mean, an aging, you know, aging gracefully. Okay, what is that? Is it going to get better? Or is it going to be this? Is it going to be the same? Smoother? You know? What you need, you need five. It might be more one, ABV. One every year. Spend $300 on beer. Don't tell, don't tell Caitlin. <laughs> so the, so the, the, uh, the package store that I bought it from did have like seven of them in stock. Mm. Um, so poured, it's, you know, one billion SRM. You know, a little bit of head. It's kind of it's sticking around on the top, but it's it's not a lot of head. Um, I think the the Takuku glass is it Takeu? How do you say this word? Somebody teku. help me. Takeu. I think the Takeu glass is a T E K U, right? Yeah, Takeu. Whatever. There's no wrong way to say it. I think that's what they. I think that's that's what they say. Um, it does a pretty good job. This glass historically does a good job of cutting through head on a stout. Um, I think that's one of the the kind of the benefits of the. The glass is that it doesn't really allow head to form. Therefore, you're able to smell more of your aromas of your beer. Well, I don't like that. I like thick, frothy heads. It smells boozy. Oh. It smells I can imagine. Real, 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 real boozy. Well, sixty percent is nothing to like. I I can't remember the last time I've. I, well, I can. It was a, a Utopias, but like, I I can't remember a beer I've had that that heavy. Like that's it, that's insane. That's it like burns wine. the nostrils a little bit. <laughs> um, I do get a lot of bourbon smells too. You know, some of that charred oak, which is interesting, but it also smells really sweet. And anybody who's ever had Bourbon County, the beer from this, you know, this style, even if it's just the normal one. You know the smell that I'm talking about. It's that Bourbon County smell that you're like, oh, okay, I know what I'm getting myself into. It smells a little too sickeningly sweet, but it never tastes that sweet. Um, it smells like a standard Bourbon County, except for I know that it's significantly more than than your standard Bourbon County. And I'm happy that this is the, the Bourbon County I decided to bring to this podcast. I was going to bring a different one that's cola-flavored. Um, it's still in my fridge. I thought about bringing that today, too, but this one, this one's worth it. I think you made the right call. So oh, yeah, hundred percent. If you want to see this beer in all its glory, please head over to the Instagram where I will post a picture of it. I'm gonna take a picture before I do this. <laughs> <laughs> sixty-five dollar picture. Chris, would you rather have one sixty-five dollar beer or sixty-five one dollar beers? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I honestly probably one sixty-five dollar beer. Yeah. Same here. I think that's an easy one. It gets a little harder when it's like, would you rather have six ten dollars, three twenty dollars beers, or three twenty dollars beers? Yeah, that, that's tougher. That's tougher. I, I'd be pulling out three I'd be of the regular the bourbon counties. Yeah, I don't know. It would be one of those things though, where I'd be like, ah, oh, when am I ever gonna have a bottle like this again? You know, exactly. And, I, and it's just like, and it may be the same. Like maybe the twenty dollars beer is a limited release too, but I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. I it would, would be, I would buy this beer if I saw it. I, if I yeah. was in Ted's shoes, I would have bought it too. But I was thinking, like, I would never spend sixty five dollars on like a steak at a grocery store. I don't. Right, think. right, right. It's so funny when you think about things like that. You're like the things that you like. I mean, without like, like you said, drop of a hat, boom. I would have put this in my cart. It would have hurt a little bit when I swipe my credit card, but you know, I would, I would have, I would have bought it too. But like, yeah. When I go to a restaurant and I spend sixty dollars for my family to eat, I'm like, oh boy, this is this was too expensive. <laughs> but I but I pay sixty five bucks for a bottle of beer, no problem. <laughs> All right, let's. Um, I, I guess there's nothing left to do but to to try this beer out. Oh, he's throwing up. Oh no, <laughs> drain pour, drain pour. It's really really good. Um. First things first, the 16% ABV, does it burn a little bit? Yeah, but that burn quickly goes away and you just kind of feel it in your chest, kind of like drinking some bourbon. It's kind of just you know, warms the center of your chest a little bit, um, but it, it's not overly harsh, which I was expecting, you know, when you see that it's going to age in a barrel or age in a bottle for five years, that maybe it's going to be a little harsh and it would mellow out over five years. But I mean, is it a little harsh? Yes, but it's nothing... It's nothing that needs to be mellowed out. It's got a lot of chocolate flavors to it. Um, that toasted bourbon flavor or that bourbon barrel flavor is very, very interesting. It's different than any other bourbon county that I've had before. Um, it's weird to have like like a toasty, smoky, almost peaty, but like very, very light peaty type of flavor. I'm just imagining if, could you imagine if Goose Island was like 
they take this beer, we pour it, put it in one bourbon barrel, we put it in another bourbon barrel, and they got it out, and they were like, this actually didn't turn out very good. <laughs> well, <that would laughs> like, suck. what would you do? I think you just sell it and just hope that you know the hype of hype of the beer sells it. Right. I mean, they did it. Apparently, the cola one. That's that's the other one I was going to bring up on the podcast. That one. That's in Coca. That's in Coca Cola barrels. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know. I think it's supposed to be kind of made like Pepsi. I don't. I don't know. Um, from a, Pepsi... from an old abandoned McDonald's from the 1950s, they found some old barrels in the back, and they were like, "You <laughs> they, know what they, we got to do with these." They well, they. they they run the beer through the fountain machine. That's, that's how they do it. That's how they do it. I mean, everybody said that one sucked. So my goal was to actually bring that one to the podcast and like give a critique of like mm. what like the cola one tasted like. But alas, I found this sixty-five dollar bottle, and I was like, "Oh, this is better." Yeah. <laughs> and I knew that like when I bought it, that I had to drink it this week because I, for, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't know, I have ex- an extensive. A bottle collection in my house and i figured that if i kept on at if i added another fucking bottle to that collection that it might be the end of me so i bought it and i was like an immediate like i bought it yesterday so it immediately has to go like <laughs> it's really good um it's not too warm or it's not too cold i mean um you know i don't i don't know if it's warm enough to get all the flavors but it is definitely not cold enough to hide a lot of it that toasted bourbon barrel definitely does you know, overpower the the other bourbon barrel. Um, I don't really taste much normal bourbon, which I guess you kind of would expect when you add that kind of flavor in with it. The sickeningly sweet smell that you smell on most bourbon counties, you know, it never really follows through on the the taste. Um, you get a lot of toastiness, um, some slight like dark cacao flavor. Um, you know, very bitter more than like sweet, which is just weird in, in stark contrast to the way the beer smells. This beer smells like it's going to be the sweetest beer on the planet, and it's it's almost dry, hmm. which mm. is very strange. Overall, it's really good. Um, you know, is it sixty five dollars good? Probably not. Um, you know, honest review. I don't think that it's probably worth the sixty five dollars. It tastes very similar to that of of the normal Bourbon County, um, which is know, like twenty bucks. Which is like twenty bucks. Yeah, it's not three times as good as the normal bourbon county but it is good if you ever had the chance to like like if i was going to split this with you guys for example and we were each going in for 30 completely worth it or if that 20. makes sense well like if i was splitting it with one of you guys okay oh, yeah, yeah I, I, know. I was the like math. is ted getting free beer in this situation <laughs> yeah, you know you you pay 30 you pay 30 it's some and you know, i'll, I'll bring the bottle perfect I'll bring the bottle. Yeah, it works. yeah exactly i gotta go do all the work <laughs> No, like if I was split, like I don't know if we could split this this three ways. It's it's you know it's a Bourbon County bottle, so it's what is it sixteen point nine, so slightly okay. over a pint. Um, but you know this would be something good to split with. I mean, maybe three friends if you were just like, oh hey, everybody have a taste. Everybody give me twenty bucks. Bada bing, bada boom. Now we drink a sixty five dollar bottle of, of bourbon or of Bourbon County. I am going to rate right. it high though. I do like this beer. It's very very good. Um, and as a connoisseur of bourbon aged beers i think i do you know i think i can speak with high authority to say that that this is one of the better ones um a lot of times you get a lot of that sickeningly sweet flavor that that kind of carries through i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a 4.5 okay all right i really like it not as good as last week's beer not as good as last week's beer but last week's beer is you know i'm a big fan of bourbon bourbon barrel aged beers but you know the hazy hop ipas are still that's still you know my my wheelhouse right. i think i'm with you in terms of my favorites you know i i have to guess that especially this one in particular it probably doesn't have a lot of check-ins and those check-ins are going to be extremely high because anybody who's dropped this kind of dough is going to make sure that it, they rate it super high five thousand nine hundred and sixty seven it's Jeez more than Christ. i expected wow that is a lot and i will tell you i gave you a little bit of help here Oh, he doesn't need it. <laughs> One of those is a 2.25. <laughs> Thanks, Omer. <laughs> I still think it's going to be high. Um, oh, know, bur- did you hear the 2.25, though? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Focus bur- on the 2.25. I, I, If you go above three, you're a fool. <laughs> Bourbon County has that hashtag hop hype or bourbon hype. I don't know what the hell you call this now. It's got hype. Stout, stout hype, I guess. It's, it's got hype. hype. 
Um, you know, it's the it's one of the few beers left that, that the Goose Island uh, original owners still brew. Everything else is brewed by Imbev, but these guys continue to do this. It's like their sole job, which is great. I mean, I wish I had that job. We're like, hey, what do you do? I release one beer a year. Right. <laughs> How much you get well, paid? It's a, it's, it's a line of beers. It's a line it's of true. beers. It's true. Okay, I release seven beers all on the same day once a year. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. And I have to go to frick. I have to go to distilleries around the world to gather barrels. It's a hard job. Exactly. (laughs) Sounds terrible. Honestly, seems difficult. I think it's going to be higher than my rating. I think this is one of those beers that you spent this much money, and people are just naturally going to rate it higher. Except for that guy that rated two point two five. So I really want to know if he wrote like a paragraph about it after we're done with this. I'm going to guess like a four point. Five, nine? Four point five. Very nine. close. It's a uh, four point five eight. Oh, oh son of a bitch. wow. Yeah, point oh one off. I had wow. thought about five eight, and I was like, no, 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 because what if it's like a six one? Right. <laughs> that like was, that was an option. It could have been a six zero. Could have been a six two. But no. Thanks to the one raider, the two point two five. It is a four point five eight. Did the 2.25 guy say anything? Uh, you know, I just, I'm looking at like the bell curve where it shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just picked 2.25. This is one ratings. <laughs> There's also two people who rated it a two. Um, nobody gave it a 0.75. Where's the. Looks like the lowest rating on here is a 1.5. Somebody gave it a 1.5. Ab- I mean, I know there's not a lot to go off of a bell curve like this, but. The, yeah, so, but of pe- the almost 6,000 check ins. Oh, 1,000 of them checked in five stars. Oh, okay, wow. that's what I was going to ask. How many checked five in as a, as a perfect? Yeah, 1,074. You know, they should be bottle caps. They are. No, they're stars. No, they're bottle caps. No, they're bottle caps. Wait, have I been living a lie this entire time? <laughs> no, they're just 35 really Holy tiny Holy shit, they are stars. bottle caps. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were like little suns. <laughs> if you put Tud, if you put Tud on a podcast for three years, eventually he'll create Untapped. I'm getting there. I, th- I think I read that. In, I think I read that somewhere. I'm getting there. So, what was the most? Che- what was the most checked in? Was it four seven five or was it four? Uh, no, I'll, most people were with you with nineteen hundred of them rating at a four and a half. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those. It's one of those beers that, like, when's the next time you you may ever get it? You know. I mean, I could go buy another bottle tomorrow. I know where to get them, but I don't well, know if I want to drop if they're still if they're still there. It's true. You know? um, I don't know. It, it's 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 a it's it's one of those things. I bet you that that novelty also helps bump people up a little bit. So, um, but uh, so you were off by like what it was a two point two five. So you were off by a couple points. Yeah. So Not, so many couple points. I've left <laughs> the door wide open for yeah for someone to take it from me. Well, you're on the board. I'll write it down just on in case we forget. I'm really pissed that I didn't get a perfect score on that because that would have been great. I mean, with at the rate I get perfect scores, like you might not even win tonight. Right? Although, if anybody listened to the pregame that you posted this week, you were really off. I've gotten twice as many perfect scores as you have. Like, I am way better at it. It's not true. Are. It's not true. I have two. Ober doesn't count well, one of them, but I have two. And... um. Ted, you did a superb job getting within point of one today. I will say it's much easier to get it that close when the rating is this high. That is true. That is true. You know, true. Yeah. It's but uh, but anyway, who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's my night. Maybe it's Chris's night. There's only one way to find out, and that's by drinking some beer. That is true. That is true. So, um, out of the two of you, who wants to go next? I'll go. I'll take okay. it. I'll take it from here. Um, I have a IPA from my favorite Montana brewery. Definitely my favorite IPA brewery in Montana. Imagination. I know your favorite on the show. Imagination. Ted, kn- <laughs> Ted knows it's coming. Um, you know, and I, I struggle bringing them on so often, but um, they make great stuff. And uh, I like talking about it. Even I love describing hazy IPAs to you. I, I, I won't deny it. I'll tell you this. They're he's, non- he's addicted to it. <laughs> their non-IPAs are really good, too. Like, I got a few beer boxes over the summer from like those like beer club things that I was doing that had imagination in it. And their sours are delicious. Like, I don't know if they do a bad yeah. beer. 
haven't, they haven't heard of it they yet. do they do very good beers and this one is called collective consciousness it's got a picture of a lot of silhouettes of people's heads with their brain hemispheres different colors left and right mm. they're like pink and purple or red and blue or whatever um it's all in a black background and it is a double dry hopped new england style double india pale ale 8.2 percent abv seven pounds per barrel of vic secret mosaic cryo and um galaxy and strata so sounds like can't go wrong i don't i don't think so not with that combination yeah give it a pour here to my so i do think it's been a while since you've had these guys in the podcast like at least like 30 episodes this might be the first one i've had this year um i think i had their one of their their stouts I don't think um, I ever noticed that it was Imagination Brewing yes. Company. Yes. Yeah. Two different words. Yeah. Two words. Oh. Huh, yes. Okay. Interesting. Well, let's see here. Just got done pouring it. Ooh. Looks like an IPA. It does look New England Looks good. Looks good. Looks New England That's a good descriptor for this because. I, yeah, I'm salivating just looking at it here. It's <laughs> it, nice... it looks like a treehouse glass in your, or in, it looks like a treehouse beer in your treehouse glass. It absolutely does. It yep. does. It's that nice resiny, bright citrusy color. So let's dive into this beer. Lots of citrusy goodness on the nose. I get more sweeter citrus, maybe, or maybe more tropical fruit than citrus. I'll say that. Like uh, maybe more mango. Okay. Fun but fact: I bought maybe, mango for super cheap this week from the grocery store. What's what did you what what are you putting down per mango here? Um, it was from all these. I bought a whole like two containers of mango for two bucks. They were they had they had stickers or they had coupons that came off at the register. I was like, you can't beat mango for two bucks. No way. I'm happy to hear that you got such a good deal on mango. And, Mango's uh, delicious. I don't know if it's just because we're talking about it, but this definitely tastes like mango for sure. <laughs> It's um, quite delicious. Man, I'm sad I only have one can of this. I might have to go buy a four-pack. Brewed on Groundhog Day, so or canned on Groundhog Day, so not still pretty fresh. Um, yeah, nice, uh, juicy, kind of back of your throat, hop haziness that you get sometimes. This does remind me of a treehouse beer. They're also similar, but maybe like a doppelganger. Mm. So a little bit more hoppy. Yeah, it's definitely got, like I said, this is a double dry hop, and you can tell. Right. And it is, it is, it's not super high, but 8.2%, I think, is pretty high for a New England style. Fun fact, it's yeah. half of the ABV of the beer I'm drinking. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I, would need a, I would need a whole half growler of this to, to match it. <laughs> but I'm really enjoying this beer. Um, like I said, they never disappoint. They never do. Um, definitely would buy this again. And hope they brew more. I hope they brew another batch of this. They like to kind of do a lot of one-offs. I've never seen this before, but they have. Uh, I have. They have their lupu juice comes out every season, a couple times a year maybe. And the lupu juice eight is in my fridge right now, and that was a that's a phenomenal beer. I think this one is right up there with it. To be honest, it's um it's not as juicy, but um it's still. It's still good. Like sometimes I, I don't really like the West Coast earthier style hops, which as this warms up, uh, which it's been out of the fridge the whole podcast. I'm getting a little bit more notes as it warms up. Uh, it's definitely earthier. Like I said, the Doppelganger is not one of their sweeter IPAs that Treehouse makes, but um, I really like it. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Nice. Have you been to their brewery before? I have. They are right off the highway, actually. If you are ever driving through Missoula on I-90... And it's after 12 o'clock, but before 8 p.m. I recommend <laughs> making the detour. Uh, you know, I don't know. If you're driving from Seattle to Boston and uh, <laughs> it's day two, worth, worth making a stop at Imagination. They, um, I talked about them, too, because they have, they're like a very LGBTQ-friendly space. And they have a lot of community events and I, I, you know, I didn't want to talk too much about them because I've had them out so many times. I talked about them before, but they really pride themselves on how involved in the community they are. And I would like to read to you what it says about them, but this, they put this, this Marcus foods. If you're listening, you got to stop putting your stickers on the important parts of the can that I want to read. Like, <laughs> yes, the picture is nice, but cover the picture because this is where the, they put their stickers on like the canned on date 
or like the nice description. And it's um, uh, it basically says it's like the first community involved. I don't know. You know what? I'm not even going to do it justice. Thanks, Marcus Foods. You ruined what I was going to say about them. They, <laughs> they donate a percentage of their profits to a lot of their local groups that they host events for. Uh, and it's a lot harder and you know, since COVID started, but they, they give back by, they donated a bunch of face shields when COVID first started and things like that. So they really are pride themselves on how involved in the community they are. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all that being said, I'm going to give this collective consciousness who, I don't know. It's really good. It's really good. Is it four and a half good though? A couple more sips. It's a little too warm now. I'm not going to, not going to lie. I took it out of the fridge a little too early. Mm. an hour 50 minutes into our recording time who would have thought but not me (laughs) um yeah it earned the four and a half it did nice okay dang i need to i need to bring a banger you guys four and a half (laughs) and four and a half uh well let's assume 32 other people had this beer (laughs) (laughs) i was (laughs) hoping we would break the 50 barrier the opposite end of tud's beer yep 32 people now if you would have heard that this this my beer only had thirty two check ins, you wouldn't be surprised. I'm surprised there's only thirty two of yours. Well, this th- your beer came out five months ago. Mine came out three weeks ago. True. Yeah, from uh, a brewery not five that does three months, three months. Yeah, and it's from a brewery that doesn't distribute nationally, so it's like right. Yeah, I can I can see it. You know. Yeah. Um, plus, who knows? Maybe maybe ten friends went in, paid six bucks, and each got a little half a shot glass or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. Everybody's like in the that. Bourbon County timeshare. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Ooh, these thirty-two yeah. people, you know, they're fickle. I know. I know the people. At this point, I could be like, oh, "Who's checked this in, Johnny?" Yep. <laughs> yep. He gives us a four. <laughs> but I'm starting to know the untapped community here. Right. But they're like I said, they're a little fickle. They should still earn above a four, though. Um, I'm hoping it earns higher than what I'm going to guess obviously, because I love this beer. But I think it's only going to get a 4.15. All right. Well, it, you, your wish is your command because it is higher than what you guessed. Wow. By, 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 by a bit. By a no bit. way. 4.28. Oh. Wow. So. Good job, Imagination. And uh, thank wow. you to the 32 people <laughs> who uh, ruined my your... dreams for tonight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was... Yeah, I, I read it. I saw it, and you you we raved about it, and I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough guess." I'm like, "Yeah,", yeah. but yep, yeah, no, four two eight. That's a pretty uh a pretty uh stout rating. Well, pretty stout IPA. IPA. It's pretty stout IPA. <laughs> well, I guess there won't be any mooing tonight, but no, no, we still have one more chance for that perfect score. And if there's ever one person to do it, it's me. Uh, as the only two, <laughs> the only the only two. We're gonna edit. We're gonna edit all that out. <laughs> As the only the two perfect scorer person, let's see if we can go for a third. Now I I have to look to see what I have because golly, you guys brought brought the fire. All right, so I don't think I have anything four and a half worthy. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, it's a sport. Not with that attitude. Outside of outside of resident culture and divine barrel, the 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 alternate beers in the fridge. I didn't put one in earlier. Shame on me. Um, I do have two beers I've never had before. Well, I say uh, two beers, two drinks, star, <laughs> that I've not had before. Um, but I don't know. Please tell me you didn't bring like. a hard seltzer to the, the podcast. No, no, no. It's not After hard seltzer. today. No, not a hard seltzer. Um, so I have I have one, that which is a hard cider, which I have not had on the pod. And then I have one. I have... I have a, a beer that I think I got from Kiwi, maybe? I either got it from Kiwi or I either got it from my friend Jake. One of the two. It's been sitting in my fridge. It's called Red, White, and Blueberry. So you could probably guess it's probably around, yep, 6, 10, 21 was the, was the can date on it. Is it a sour? Uh, it is a wheat ale with fruit and Oof. natural flavors. Oof. Yep. That's not getting uh, any younger. No, well, okay. So here's I'll, I'll I'll read I'll read why I've put this off for so this long. This beer is starting to hit me. This is this is getting I think, insane. I think you. you oh God, I can't wait to hear this outro. <laughs> I really you got me curious about this red, white, and blueberry. So you want me tell just me, go? You, do you just want me to go for it then? I want you to I'll, go for it. I think this okay. is kind of face your beers. Do it. But, okay. Do uh, it. Yes. 
Oh, man. All right, so red, white, and blueberry. I'm not going to... Uh, I guess I, I guess I can. I can I can disclose it. It's kind of like a face your beers. Um, it's old. It's a fruited wheat ale. Both strike strikes one and two. You're allergic to flags. I'm, I'm allergic to flags. Yes, uh, well known. Um, <laughs> it says drink local, and I am not local to this brewery. So that's strike five, I guess. Where is the brewery uh, from? Uh, so this is up in New York. Uh, it's in El- Ellicottville, uh, New York, and I don't know exactly where that is. So I think it's Buffalo. Okay, all right. So this is from Kiwi. <laughs> Thanks, Kiwi. I totally remembered you sending me this. Um, and uh, the reason I put it off for so long is because of the flavor profile. And remember, red, white, and blueberry. The red is raspberry. The blueberry is blueberry. I think I know what the white is. What do you think the white is? <laughs> coconut. It's coconut. So <laughs> Snozberries. So, yeah. So that's why it's been sitting in my fridge for so long. You know, thank you, Kiwi. I assume who sent it to me. Uh, let's see how it is. Uh, maybe it's the first coconut beer I'm gonna like. You never know. You never I like know. that. Maybe, you gotta have that positive attitude. Maybe it's a four, four and a half, um, based on coconuts. Uh, that would mean that it was really like you. You have to like change like your entire stance on coconut if it was a four and a half. Maybe you'll pour it and it'll be three layers. Oh, be separated. that would be so. That would and be... the red and the blue are both fives. Right. <laughs> Yeah. The, the coconut's like a two. And the coconut's it, a three, it but out. it still averages out to a four and a half. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's the math that would have worked. Well, I can tell you right now, I, I don't think that I don't think that dream's coming true. <laughs> um, looking at it, uh, it is a very nice looking beer. No head, which I'm not happy about, but uh, it's it is a nice looking beer though. It it looks um, it's kind of like a uh, like have you ever mixed cranberry juice and orange juice together? Orange, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like that, maybe a little bit darker than that, uh, depending on what ratio you go with. Um, the smell. I mean, normally if I if if a beer has coconut, I can pick it up right away. Like, but this one I don't. I don't. I don't smell any coconut. I, I smell. I smell a nice raspberry, maybe a layer of blueberry in there. I feel like I feel like raspberry is stronger than blueberry. Um, so I mean, smell wise, smells pretty good. Uh, it's got a little bit of those berry sweetness to it, so hopefully, hopefully it's not too bad. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's pretty good. Um, but there's only one way to truly find out, and that's by the mouth taste. So here we go. Okay, all right, so. Let's just address address the the elephant in the room. There is coconut in it, okay? Um, I can I can taste it, but it's on the back end, and honestly, it's not it's not super overpowering. It's like it's not um, it, it doesn't it doesn't ruin the beer for me, okay? Like it doesn't make it like a, a two and a half or whatever. Um, uh, and I don't know if that's just like the berry flavor making up for it. Or maybe they didn't have a didn't add a lot of coconut to it. That I don't know, but uh, I only get it more so on the back end, um, and it doesn't leave the most pleasant aftertaste in my mouth now that I'm getting a little bit more of it. But it's not it's not it's not bad. It's not bad. The raspberry in the blueberry portions, which you get hit with, you get hit with the raspberry first. It gives you a nice like that nice tartness, um, and then the blueberry kind of sweetens it up in the middle, and then it does fade into that coconut. Coke, like a mix with the coconut at the end um like those two those two flavors like if this were a red white blue like a uh, separated beer um like i feel like those two, two those two sections would be um maybe maybe mid 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 like low low to mid fours um now i can't i can't give it a four i just can't um mm. are you docking does okay do you feel like the beer has aged poorly um i don't get many I don't get many markers that it's 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 old. Like it still tastes crisp. But it doesn't have any like like um um like there's no maltiness to it. Nothing like that. Like uh, I mean, it it I think it aged relatively well for being shoot uh eight months old. Um, yeah, because if I think of a beer that I think would age poorly, it would be a fruited sour or like not I fruited know. sour, but like a fruited wheat ale, especially because wheat- like you're not gonna be able to hide anything with the right. wheat ale. But wheat ales, I mean, I don't. I don't picture them as aging at all. You know, I think they uh, just kind of stay as 
as is. Well, I just feel like the, the once you add fruit and you have those fruit compounds, there's a lot of funky yeah. stuff that could happen. Yeah, I think it depends on how 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 much they get out of the beer like before they can it because i know i've had issues before with like cans exploding from fruit and what mm-hmm. it's like okay the fruit's going bad like um but this so another plus is this was refrigerated the entire time it did not leave my fridge it just sat in the back of it for a while um so that's a plus as well um it's it, i mean it's honestly it's pretty good it's pretty good like if if you were a fan of coconut i could see this approaching maybe that that four maybe four and a quarter um and um I love like the first two thirds. It's just the aftertaste. Uh, you get a, you get a hint of coconut on the back end, but it, it's not super powerful. And you still have the blueberry to like kind of help wash it out. And uh, and then the aftertaste, it's more like dry coconut grossness. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's not bad, not bad for for a coconut beer, not bad. I'm not I'm not I don't hate it. Um, now it's not gonna get a four from me. Uh, like I said, I think that's probably like top range for this is probably a four you might get a couple four two fives out of it um let me see let me do one more i think i i think i know what it is i'm gonna go three and a half uh for me it's not bad um like even with that coconut it does it doesn't ruin it for me which uh, which i'm happy about so thank you i assume kiwi for for this this is a a a palette expander (laughs) Uh, maybe um, so i am happy I'm, I'm i'm pleasantly surprised pleasantly surprised so chris who brews this beer again uh yeah so this is a uh, Steelbound brewery and distillery Ooh. and they're out of ellicottville new, new york so that's why i'm, I'm assuming it's kiwi kiwi right in <laughs> i mean tud right in <laughs> all right i've got the rating okay all right so now, tell me tell me what it is first so i'm um, with 424 check-ins ah oh, so close um 424 let's just say 420 plus four um, there you go 420 <laughs> plus four from now on uh, we will have to communicate all beers in that in that yeah, math like like tuds earlier earlier would have been 420 plus 5512 like correct <laughs> alberts um, was 420 minus 300 and i thought odd. it was i thought it was 69 divided by two minus some <laughs> There you go. There you go. Um, geez, I don't think it's gonna crack a four. I I would be surprised if it cracks a four. I mean, it could happen. But I don't think it's gonna crack a four. Um, coconut is one of those flavors that's a little bit meh. You know, a wheat ale, a brewery that I've never heard of. But Kiwi did send it to me, which gives me some good vibes. How pissed are you gonna be when it's when it was the other guy? He's he's gonna be so oh, this, angry yeah if it was the other guy if it was the other guy this is a two and a half no i'm just playing i'm just playing jake if you're listening i'm just playing uh uh no i feel like kiwi wouldn't have sent me a dud uh but jake wouldn't have either so i think we're good um so it's a five so it's so it's a seven yeah uh no i'm gonna tell give you, it tell a... you it was not a seven <laughs> on a scale of zero to five bottle caps <laughs> I feel like you're off by so, more than a point seven, so therefore seven stars seven therefore stars. you lose a you lose a tally mark that's true. That is true. I have to. I have to think about that. I do have to think about that. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that the Untappedverse says it's a three point eight six. Is my guess. So, similar to how I how blah, 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 blah. similar to how I was last week. If you flip those two numbers around, you'd be almost there. Six point eight three. No, it's a three point five eight. Oh, I'll be almost there. Okay, so they're right on par with me then. Okay. Okay. Well, apparently, apparently, I was wrong for for the first time, and I I don't even remember the last time. It's I been a while. Honestly. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> oh well, well, that's what you get. That's what you get for having coconut in your beer. <laughs> Can't all be winners like me and Todd's beer. I know. I'm so I'm True. so bummed. I should have. I sh- I have. I have. I have a couple bangers. I I feel bad. I didn't put one in now. Dang. Hey, there's always next week. There's always next week. That's true. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go get myself a sixty-six dollar bottle of beer. Yeah, I I recommend that you try to beat my my purchase amount. I don't know if we can. I don't know if that that'd be a dangerous game. <laughs> All right. Um. So with that, honk 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 honk. Tud, you are manliest of people liest this week. I think I you've am, earned indeed a tally mark. Oh man, this is number twenty up top. Oh, 
But ultimately, it's like number 25. 25? <laughs> it's not what? 25. It's no, more than it's, 20, but it's less than 21. It's definitely 20, exactly. Actually, it might be 18. No, no. I have two tally these, marks down by Obert's head and one in a box. These two count for more than zero, but less than one. <laughs> so he has 20 legit, although there is... This one has an asterisk. I don't know if we acknowledge that, but there's a little no, asterisk that was, right there. I, that was like sip of sunshine or something like that. No, that's what's in the box. No, that's oh, I got the, it. Torched oh, Earth. The bo- oh, Torched the, Earth. The yes. flat tire. Oh, that, one, that one didn't count either. We all I think that's, that the, that's the lower one then. One of those two. Somebody, and by somebody I mean me, me, needs to edit a supercut of all the times we've argued over how many tally marks that has. All we'll say it's more than 20. That is more than t- tw- right. 20 tally marks. And uh, congratulations, man of people. Uh, you just had to spend $65 to win this week. So I had to buy a tally mark. Hope you bought the tally mark. <laughs> tally marks um, are worth more than $65. That's what we've yeah, learned. That's, that's fair. Um, so I can't wait to hear all these handles. But you know what I can't, you know what else I can't wait to hear? It is this song from Jordan. Take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Drink. Mug of wisdom! All right, Jordan, thank you, as always. Wreck my podcast. Check him out. Um, Todd, man of people. That is that is me this week. I am the manliest of the people. So I'm going to go first this week. Uh, I'm just going to get the handle that everybody wants to talk about out of the way, just to make sure that nobody can steal it from me. Looking at you, Chris. Um, <laughs> my handle this week is a game that came out on Friday called Elden Ring, and for those of you who are longtime listeners of the podcast, you know that I am a big fan of the Dark Souls styles games. So Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro, um, Demon Souls. I've played them all. Um, may not have beaten them all, but I've played them all. And I love every single one of them for different reasons, except for maybe Dark Souls 2. That one's not that much fun. Um, but their newest game came out on Friday called Elden Ring, which is basically an open world version of all of those games I just mentioned meshed into one. Um, so it's it's Dark Souls meets you know Bloodborne meets Sekiro to cr- kind of create an interesting Soulsborne style mashup of a game. Then throw that into like the Breath of the Wild type world where if you see something, you can climb it unless it's an ocean. You can't swim in the game, unfortunately. It's the way they keep you stuck onto the continent, but. Anywhere on the continent you can go at any given time. Um, there are dungeons that are like one-offs. There are dungeons that, that progress the story. Um, I started as a guy who literally was naked with a club. And I've worked my way up to a full set of armor. A big-ass sword. And some magic spells. Um, it's a lot of fun. If you like the, the Dark Souls, Bloodborne-style games, this is right up your alley. If you have never played them before... I do recommend this one as the entry point. I think I think this one is a difference maker. It's it's the culmination of all of the good things from all of the previous games. And we're talking games that go back for over a decade. Um, it's the culmination of all those good things, all meshed into one to kind of create, you know, one of the best games of all time. And, you know, judging by the, the ratings of critics as well and by, you know, players, everybody seems to agree with that. It's the, the second highest rated game of all time on Open Critic, which we learned was a new website today. Um, it's like the fourth highest rated game on Metacritic. It is it is a game that I think everybody should experience. If you were if you're just a fan of video games, I recommend trying it. I think that you guys would enjoy it. I th- Ober, I think this is the time where I think you jump in and play f- a Dark Souls style game. You know, finally. I just might, but I do have one question. I mean, you say. It's a lot like other Dark Souls games, and if I've never played one, this is a good one to start. What kind of game is it? It's a, it's an open world RPG. Okay. With yeah, it's an open world RPG with you know with a a a fair but difficult play style like curve. And it's like you have a 
sword and shield kind of thing. There's magic, sounds like. Sword, shield, magic. There's a horse in this one. There's also, I, around. you did mention the horse. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I am intrigued so, by this horse. So the horse, there's never been a horse in another Dark Souls style game. And it, it does change literally the entire way the game is played. I, I know that's I know that's hard to hear as somebody who's never played those style, styles of games, but it adds a different feature that has never existed before. And it, right. it makes it a lot of fun. But no, I just wanted to ask that as someone who doesn't know anything about Dark Souls games. Yes, I understand it's like a lot of those other games, but maybe just for those listeners who don't know what those are. Yeah, it's... and by the way, the stories are not connected. In any of the Dark Souls games, they're they're never the same story. Um, it's kind of like a Final Fantasy type, type thing where, you know, they're all called Final Fantasy, but they're never they're not related. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, it's... It's a so far. It's a great game. I'm obsessed with it. I I think about it. I want to play it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> all right. I know that feeling. Now, Todd, is this a released on all systems? Like all systems now? Because we found out earlier it wasn't released on the N64, and That's, I don't know. I don't know how I could play all current systems. I guess except for including, the Switch, in, including except PC. For the Switch. Yes, PC, Xbox, PlayStation. Gotcha. Um, the the last gens of of those as well it's on ps4 it's on xbox one um you know the best way to play is the way that you can play it i guess is what i've heard so and i think it's playable on even you know even a mid-tier computer okay cool now that i'm done with my handle i'm gonna hand the mug off to chris chris what is your handle all right so this time guys I have a handle that has not been used before okay i went back and i went back and i, fact I checked. don't i will not i won't believe you until we hear it I went back and fact-checked. I checked the last couple, five, six episodes to make sure I have not used this as a handle before. So we're in the clear. Thank goodness. No hey, more Chris, what's that on your wall? Don't get me started. I'll talk about beer before again. Don't, <laughs> don't get me started. Um, but uh, it has to go to a, a, a Valentine's Day gift that I got for Dana. And it is a big blanket. Okay. okay. All right, so there's a there's a company out there. It's called the Big Blanket Company. What do they make? You, um, original name. <laughs> they make they make really big blankets. Oh, uh, yeah! Wow, and, uh, never would have guessed. Actually, and so their their product that they sell is a 100 square foot blanket. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it is it is 10 feet by 10 feet. Um, and uh, you know. I'm not gonna lie, they're they're a little bit pricey. But uh, when we got ours in, well, hers in, I should say, uh, she's gonna be like, "You're gonna," she she would she'd be like, "You said it was ours, but really it was a gift for me." And I was like, "I know, I know it's coming," uh, but uh, uh, you know, it's it's actually like really really high quality. It's like really good quality. It's 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 um. It's like a fleece type blanket. It's it's got some weight to it. It's pretty heavy and it's ginormous. Like I like I we could use it on and you both know I I have a relatively long couch. Like we can use it on opposite ends of the couch and like be wow. be, be be covered up. The kids use it uh, to like they love crawling underneath it and stuff. Makes really good forts. Like I mean, it's really cool. Like we're already talking about maybe trying to get like a, a different version of like do they, they sell have, like, them bigger? Uh, well, I'm I, gonna make an even bigger blanket company. <laughs> oh damn it! Um, <laughs> Gotta get ahead and of that. Actually, and actually, it's funny that like you uh, you you guys say that. Maybe I'll try and find something we can put thirty in the by but, like thirty by thirty over. But they're um they're. 900 square feet. <laughs> uh, you know, might as well just make it uh, even faster. the size faster. of my house. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, there's their uh, their 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 social media marketing and their marketing in general is just like absolutely amazing. It's like really funny uh, if you go and like there's a like mock Q and A's where it's like yeah if you don't like a happy marriage then yeah you wouldn't have this blanket or something like that. Um, so it, I. I their 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 advertisements and things are are pretty pretty funny. Uh, they do a really good job there. But um, I will say the quality is I I was I was hesitant because you never know. It's like ten by ten, but like it's it's nice quality blanket. It's it's super warm, uh, even though it's like a, just a little fleece thing. And um and, and I mean I I think it's really cool. I think it's really it's it's really it's really nice. And um, 
the whole family, uh, uh, blanket the whole family can enjoy. There you go. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm coming out. out. I'm coming out with an even bigger blanket company, 121 inches by 121 inches. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, no, yeah, we're going. So we'll put, we're going 900 square feet. I think that's the play. <laughs> 900, 900 square. You could tent your that. house for cockroaches with this. Thing. <laughs> that's listen. If I said I got a 900 square foot, you know, blanket for you. Nobody's ever going to say no. You know those memes where it's like, like, until you suffocate like, under it. Do you want to come come over? And it's like, like, no, I got to study. Like, oh, my parents aren't home. It's like, do you want to come over? <laughs> I got a 900 square foot blanket. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. So check them out. Big blanket company. We'll put a link in the show notes. There you go. So there you go. And I, I and you guys have not heard that one before. No, it is true. It's brand That's new. A Hot I mean, presses. I mean, I knew you had it because I had gotten a Snapchat from your wife with it in it. Right. But like, right. It's right. new on this podcast. There it is. That's, that's what we go for. Well, I'm going to take this frosty mug from Chris, top it off with our last our last handle of wisdom, and I'm also going to put over a Valentine's Day gift. But this is one that I received instead of gave, and that was a make your own gin kit. Ooh. Yeah. So it's pretty straightforward. It comes with a couple bottles to put your gin in, like a funnel and some paper filters and a whole bunch of um, the like aromatics and what's the right word I'm looking for? The things that you add into the gin. Yeah. Juniper? Yeah. The juniper berries. It gives you a lot of those. Botanicals. That's the word. I don't know why I was struggling with that. That's a good name. Um, But it's really straightforward. And all, you basically, you just buy vodka or take a, a, a unflavored spirit and you age it with juniper for 24 hours. And then you filter that out and you age it with the other botanicals you choose for another 24 hours. And you can customize and make your own gin. And they have, I'll say eight to 10 botanicals and a little bit of a flavor description in what flavor they add. And they have like suggested recipes, but you can really customize it all yourself. And I want to, yeah, it was fun to make the first batch, but I'm really interested in making more to compare and see what I like and how much of each botanical I I like to add in, if that makes sense. Mm. So can you make more than one batch then? How many batches can you make? Um, yeah, it gives you enough for a few batches uh, with the... It gives you the most of the juniper because you're going to use that in all of them. And it gives you... There's like coriander and orange peel and pink peppercorn and lem- orange and uh, like a whole, bunch of, a whole bunch of different stuff. So it depends on what you want to do. But we also have wild juniper that grows here. So I kind of want to pick my own this year and then use that to keep making more because it's really, really easy. Yeah, I didn't realize gin was vodka with stuff added. In it. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, gin was a, a different type of liquor. I didn't know gin's base was vodka. Yeah, it's just a it's just a flavored neutral spirit, and I don't think it has to be vodka. You know, you can I think what well, else and, would it be? Well, plus I don't really know what vodka Rum? is like because you can make vodka with potato, you can make it with corn, you can make it with like beets. I think I don't know. You can make vodka with a different lot of different stuff, but yeah. It's well, just what's a, another neutral spirit? I mean. Right. Is it rum? Is rum a neutral spirit? Like, no, right? Like, No, I don't think so. Clear yeah. tequila? No, I think it's anything. I think it's just like the, just basically pure Everclear? alcohol and water, basically. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to get to the science of, of distilling here too much. Uh, I think you should make your own gin if you're someone who likes gin. Because I did and I had a blast. And I haven't... I wasn't sure if I should make this my handle yet because I haven't tried it, but I'll have I'll have follow up on the pod when I do have it. And uh, it, it and sounds like we should know. do an Obert cocktail cocktail minute where you you make a drink with it. Uh, well, yeah, that that might be coming. That might be coming. But um, yeah, so like I'll put a link in the show notes and um, check it out. You can make your own gin yourself. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. First, we'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Goose Island for their Bourbon County Double 
barrel brand toasted barrel stout bourbon county stout that's a lot of words Hmm. (laughs) i would like to thank steelbound brewery and distillery and kiwi i think uh for the red white and blueberry um uh, wheat ale and i want to thank imagine nation for their collective consciousness Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please head over to Patreon, and for as little as $1 a month, you can get extra episodes of Drinking Limer Friends. This week, we actually do have a pregame episode where Chris drank a runback of a beer that Obert had previously had. So, head on over there if you need a little bit more Drinking Limer Friends in your life. Like I said, it's as little as a dollar a month. Or, you know... Ten bajillion dollars, if you'd like to give that, us that too. Cool. We'll name the entire show after you, if that's the case. Yes. <laughs> also, please head over to Discord and join the conversation over there with other people who are fans of the show. And finally, tell us on Discord. Tell us on Discord the most expensive beer you've ever had. Oh, Ooh. there you go. There you go. That's a good one. And also, finally, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review because that truly is the best way to get the word out about our podcast. And we do greatly appreciate you. And we, we appreciate everyone, whether you're a Patreon subscriber or just a normal listener. And with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. This is a booze <laughs> Holy shit. I bet you can't wait to cuddle up under your 10,000 square foot blanket. <laughs> that is oh, man. A 900 square foot blanket so good. Just imagine seeing in the middle of it. It's I basically know, right? like the parachutes we came with in the <laughs> I honestly thought like 10 by 10. I know that's big. I think my couch is a little bit bigger than yours, Chris, and I just feel like it'd be too small. I don't know. You might not be able to do the whole thing. There are some concerns because uh, Lucas gets lost in it sometimes. Like, he doesn't quite know how to get out of it. And, uh,. You know, so, you know, don't let your kids run through, especially if they're one and a half.